Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We're from Hamilton, Ontario, and one half of the Double Doubles. Um, this week, uh, I should start off by saying thanks for bearing with us as we were away for a week. Yeah, uh, finally. Yeah, finally got <laughs> to go away. And I already wish I was back there. I mean, I, I me had too. a really great time. I mean, I know it'll be a little bit before we go back again, but uh, I feel like I like I really enjoyed a lot of aspects of it, and um, yeah, yeah, me too. It was great. It it was funny because we had felt like we hadn't been for so long. It was about two and a half years, but when I got back, I it didn't feel like it had been that long. Apart from the like, things that had changed slightly, yeah, or just like. It was still, I think I was a little bit nervous, like how different would it be and would I still love it in the same way? Yeah. Um, but it, but it just, just still felt so familiar. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, did you notice, I feel like we'll probably do like a trip recap like with, <laughs> with Ryan. Next but, week, yeah. Um, did you feel like the crowds were huge? Um... I think we were pretty strategic about it. Yeah, I so guess... I think we avoided the the heavy, heavy crowds. Yeah, I, I think I expected to notice it more. I thought it was fine. Yeah, but like I said, I think we were also strategic and we... Right, but we I guess I'm saying I don't avoided, think... You know, the the parks midday kind of thing or not yeah the parks, but i but don't like, think i don't think that like we got to we still got to do a lot that's the thing yeah we, so we got to go and and do everything that we wanted to so that you know and the transportation wasn't really hindered no but maybe that's we were at animal kingdom lodge i don't know if that's part of it but um anyway it was yeah i'm sure we'll we'll get into it in more detail it, it was good to be back <laughs> yeah absolutely uh but this week we want to talk about something that we did experience while we were there and uh and one of these things we've had experience with previously um and then another one was brand new to us so we were uh excited on both fronts um and and it's probably uh you know one of the reasons why we want to talk about these two restaurants uh is the fact that you know, they're both at the contemporary and, and we're going to get asked the question, which one is better, um, and which one is worth it. So, uh, this week we figured we'd talk about our experiences and, and sort of some of the conclusions that we got to. So we're talking specifically about California grill and, uh, steakhouse 71 and steakhouse. We, we didn't do very much park sit down dining. No. Did we do one? We did one. We went to Space 220. Yeah, that's right. Which we can talk about in another episode. <laughs> yeah. um, and the rest we ate at resorts. So we ate at our resort, Animal Kingdom Lodge, a couple times. Yeah. Because that's convenient and it was good. And then uh, we went to the Contemporary on the two days that we went to Magic Kingdom just because it's it's so, so convenient. It's an eight-minute walk from Magic Kingdom and... Um, and because you're walking there, you're not bogged down by transportation. You're not uh, sort of crammed in with other people on the monorail. Uh, you know how long it's bus. going you know, to take. Yeah, you know that if you exit the park, it's going to take you under 10 minutes to get to 
the contemporary. And so it let us plan our, our time um, pretty well. Um, which one do you want to start with? I think um, I would start with Steakhouse 71. Sure. That's where we ate first. Yeah, absolutely. So Steakhouse 71 takes over the space that the wave of American flavors used to be in at the contemporary. So on the first floor, um, when you walk in the lobby, you know, past the check-in area, um, it's kind of tucked into the corner. Um, and the entrance to it is pretty nondescript. Uh, it has the name out front, but, uh, but the wave of American flavors closed over the course of the pandemic and they did a, refurbishment oh like i mean reimagining it's, yeah it's a new restaurant it's a new restaurant in the same space but but the space is different and i really like what they did with it i think that the entrance is pretty nice i mean i like the long hallway yeah and uh and one of the things that one of the um one of the staff had said was that it does focus on a lot of art um so there's artwork on the walls there's photography on the like, walls and it's all it's all disney like historical disney um, art I mean, because it's called Steakhouse 71 because, um, like Walt Disney opened in 71. Walt Disney World, yeah. And the, and the restaurant like had its, um, big launch, uh, around October 1st. Yes. So when, when they celebrated the actual day. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think it's like, I definitely got the feel it, it is like a bit of a tribute to Walt, I think. So like when you're walking down that hallway, there's like um photography from like um of walt of other imagineers like yeah. as walt disney world was coming together so um if you're a fan of like history or walt disney himself um it's just got a little bit of that feel to it and i i liked that a lot yeah absolutely um steakhouse 71 open for breakfast lunch and dinner i didn't know breakfast was an option because breakfast every day I'm not sure. I know, um, I mean, given the time that this is, they had a Mother's Day brunch, um, but uh, but there it is It looks a, like it's every day. It looks like it's an everyday mm. uh, breakfast menu, but it's pretty nondescript. There's there's nothing overly special for uh, for breakfast that sort of stands out to, right. to me. Um, yeah. Uh, really what we hear people talking about are lunch and dinner and the lunch menu is different than the dinner menu. Um, so that's something to know going into things. Uh, it's also, um, less expensive at lunch versus dinner. You know, I feel like dinner is steak. Dinner is steak. (laughs) Dinner, it turns into a steakhouse and that's the, you know, the main focus, but lunch I think is, is, pretty accessible um because it's got a bunch of burgers sandwiches um you know a lot of some of the same um appetizers but uh but generally you know it's uh it's a totally different menu from from lunch to dinner and we decided to try dinner because reasons I don't know. You like steak a lot. So I think <laughs> I, I, feel like I it... couldn't really decide. I thought there was something I like the dinner menu. I love like you pick your cut of steak, which I know very little about. And then, <laughs> um, 
and then you like pick your side and your sauce. And yes. I like, I love sauces and I love like mix and matching. So yeah. the setup of the menu appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why I, I had a hard time deciding. Um, but uh, I think I, w- I was happy with um, like with with our decision. And I don't know why I was so like this was on my list of places I really wanted to eat on this trip i'm not really sure why well i'm glad it was on your list (laughs) me too it was really good like we really liked it but when i when we came in like to the host you know they welcome you and and i was like oh like we're like excited to be here and he he was quick to sort of say like we've only been open six months like we're still figuring things out so it makes me think that um like they might uh, that maybe there are people experiencing some inconsistencies with service and Mm. i know um so my friend Ashley, who we actually met like for the first time on that trip, <laughs> yeah. um, even though I've been like uh, talking to her like online for a while. Um, so she's a local there. Uh, they went for lunch and everything they got was quite cold. Mm. Um, and so I don't think they they I don't think they sent it back or like commented. So I and I always think um, it's like. I don't think there's any anything wrong with it, and especially with a new restaurant, they probably want to know those things. They yeah, want to fix like you, them. You should be identifying things. Yeah, to I them. think it's okay. And um, that like I I've currently work in a restaurant. Like I don't I don't serve or anything like that anymore. But um, you know, like people want uh, restaurants want the chance to fix that and make your experience good. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we didn't have any issues. No. Um, oh, I, mean, I guess I've... like we ordered, we, uh, we ordered <laughs> cherry Coke. Cause, um, like I never really know, like some, some of the restaurants have that just like available. Yeah. And so, um, and so our server who I really liked, he was sort of this, like a little bit older gentleman who like, I just really liked his energy cause it was a little bit like, I don't want to say laid back. He was just really uh, nice and um, pleasant. And he was like, yep, we've got that. And then he (laughs) came back and said like, oh, actually they don't have cherry Coke. So he tried to make us one (laughs) with like grenadine and something else and put like maraschino cherries in it. So I thought that was really nice. And then like he even gave us a refill of that and made it again. Made it a second time. (laughs) So I thought that was a really nice way of like, like it was totally unnecessary and I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was like, that was really, that was really nice. And that's sort of that Disney like ex, um, cast member, like going a little, just a little bit beyond. So I did fill out a customer compliment. I think his name was Jack. Yeah. Which um, you can do in the app now. Yes, I did it. And it's not super specific. Like you can't write in like Jack made us, <laughs> cherry cokes but you can sort of pick from a drop down menu so if you go into the app just like scroll to the bottom and there is a cast compliment yeah um i mean there there are ways that you can send a more detailed uh compliment uh to disney but this is an easy way this is an easy way so you know you don't forget the cast member's name and and you can do it kind of on the spot um yeah uh but let's talk about dinner Uh, so i think you know, to that to that server's point about, you know, they've only been open six months. Um, who knows what is affecting that? Like whether it's staffing, whether it's 
Uh, well, they're also just like, they're busy, right? They, like are, they're, they are busy. Um, and I remember like how long it took us to go and try the wave because oh, yeah. it wasn't really high on my list. But like Steakhouse 71, it's like, okay, this is a new restaurant. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit more popular because it's um, a steakhouse and new. And... Uh, I don't know. They handled our dinner quite well. Uh, I don't think I had any anything to... No. Um, any the, issues. Let's talk about what we had. Yeah. Uh, so we decided to share an appetizer, um, knowing that steak was on the way. We didn't necessarily know. And I'm kind of glad that we did because we, uh, we ended up having their um, sea salt, salt-dusted potato brioche with... Uh, butter, roasted garlic, tomato spread. They also have a wedge salad, and I am a huge <laughs> wedge salad fan. I don't know why, but I love I love a wedge salad. But I decided not to because, in some ways, I mean, it's just like iceberg lettuce and yeah, um, and like brioche bread's so delicious. And I love sea salt on you know yeah. Um, but they this was good. I think that they they didn't. Um, they didn't say here. This is a perfect appetizer for two people to share because there are two buns, like yeah. two, two breads that that come out. And I, I was only sold on it when I was pretty sure I saw it go by yes. to some to another table. And I was like, oh, is that? And it's sort does of does it serve too? It's and, sort of like a pull apart bread. Like it yeah. looks like it's made in sort of a. Uh, I don't. I can't remember what what it's called right now, but like. Not a muffin tin, but it sort of looks like that. Like, and so it's got like four pieces you kind of pull apart. Mm-hmm. But um, there's two, two. Of these yeah, and things. that tomato spread it was so good. Was unreal. <laughs> like I remember thinking, like it was. Yeah, it becomes. It comes with like this garlic tomato spread that was really good. Wait, or am I thinking of the other spread? No, you're thinking about that one. Yeah, yeah. This one is very good. Yeah. So they bring you like butter in there. And butter. I mean. Um, so this that's was good. It was twelve dollars, so I guess that's six dollars each. But that was a really good starter. Yeah, I don't think that I. I mean, obviously, we weren't going to share a wedge salad. I would never share a wedge salad. <laughs> I feel like there probably wouldn't be enough shrimp on the shrimp cocktail for us to share. Yeah, I don't know. Um, onion rings, same thing. Lump crab cakes uh, probably could be shareable. And then uh, the one that threw me on the menu was bacon and eggs. Which is a maple lacquered pork belly with smoked cheese, grits, and a perfect egg. And I'm like, this this sounds like a really nice breakfast. Yeah, but I <laughs> I bet you don't get that much. No. And what kind of egg is a perfect egg? How is that made, you know? Anyway, questions we didn't ask. Um but <laughs> and yeah, the French was, onion soup if you're if you're into that. I think that there's a there is a lot that appeals to me on the appetizer menu though. Yeah. And I didn't regret our choice. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I'd, I'd get that again in a heartbeat. Um, so then, as Lauren mentioned, you pick your cut of steak. Um, so, you know, eight ounce beef tenderloin medallions or a 10 ounce New York strip or a 14 ounce uh, pork bone in rib chop. Or um, what did you end up having? I'm pretty sure I had the six ounce top sirloin steak i don't know much about sirloin or about steak i know i've had ribeye and it's really good um and uh i think that when we've gone to the keg i've had the teriyaki sirloin (laughs) and (laughs) a couple couple times. times and so also um 
like six ounces is enough steak for me. Right. Like I just am not, um, I'm not a huge steak person. Like I like it. And usually it's like, if we go to the cake or if we are on vacation in a steakhouse or, um, so, but I, it was really well done. Like it was sort of not like temperature wise. Oh yeah. No, I ordered it it medium. Yeah. I ordered it medium and it was, it was perfect. Yeah. I thought it was cooked. Um, for me, it was, it was perfect. I think they cooked it better than any of them I've had at the cake. Yeah. Um, I ended up going with a 12 ounce roasted prime rib and a classic Yorkshire pudding. That's uh, what we had at our wedding. Yeah. Which is why I went for it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, it's been a while since I've had it. Um, and, and yeah, really, um, well cooked. It was, uh, super tasty and yeah, just really, um, excellent as a, as a steak. Um, and then you pick from sides and I would assume that these might change seasonally, but you know, you have your garlic mashed potatoes, um, au gratin potatoes, which is what I had. Yeah. We kind of decided to, to do one each and then, and then like share half them. it. And so we went with those potatoes, and which a, were delicious. They were like, amazing. I wish we had just both ordered that because <laughs> I, I like it. They were, yeah, like stacked and cut perfectly and it was like just really tasty yeah and i and then so we got the mac and cheese which that was the only disappointing part right i found it quite dry not saucy enough i like the noodle choice their noodle choice was what i know as a scooby-doo noodle scooby (laughs) scooby-doo scooby-doos yeah and um not shaped like scooby-doo no they're like a a spiral a, a, a hollow spiral yeah um so I'm good with that. And then, but they weren't saucy. They were, it was dry. Mm. Um, and then like breadcrumbs on top, which is fine if it's like, if it's saucy, but <laughs> it didn't even make me want to finish. So I, I think that was my only thing where like that just wasn't to my preferences, I yeah. guess. Um, and no, like, but it was fine. Like, yeah. It was, it was totally fine. Um, no offense to like creamed spinach or seared broccolini or the red wine glazed mushrooms or the charred asparagus. I'm sure those are all great I sides. almost got the asparagus. Right. I think it's nice to have those options at a place like Disney. For sure, yeah, because you don't, you know, depending on what you, where you've dined previously, you might be craving some vegetables at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in this case, potatoes don't count. No, <laughs> as as the vegetable, but the au gratin potatoes were so good. Yeah, that's what I would recommend. I would not recommend the mac and cheese, um, but the steaks were good. And then the sauces, I had to so... look up a lot of the sauces on Google. <laughs> yeah. And I was, ha- I we did ask our server, um, but I I just want I was curious what they were as we were like deciding. So I looked yeah, it up. well, and and partially too because so of the sauces that are currently offered a Bernays an au poivre, a wild mushroom whipped horseradish cream, chimichurri, a red wine sauce, and then their signature steakhouse 71 sauce. So the au poivre, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pepper sauce. Yeah. Like peppercorn. And then, um, Bernays is like a, it's like a, 
a sibling of... It's a mother sauce. No. No, the... it's a sibling of a mother sauce. <laughs> yeah, hollandaise. Yeah. Remember we looked it up and I was like, oh, I didn't know about mother sauces. So it's uh, it's a butter. You got the Bernays, right? Yeah, it and was then, so good. Um, we asked about the signature Steakhouse 71. So he kind of said it would be their version of like an A1. Yeah. Like a, it is a steak sauce. So it was sort of like, I guess like sweet and tangy. Yeah, well, because you ended like, up going. I with did, it, right? I did, yeah. No, I, I I'm often. I think like when when a restaurant sort of has a signature thing, I'm always interested to try that. Yeah. Now I can't remember. Did they also offer a flight of sauces here? Oh yeah, I think for like an extra six dollars, and yeah, I you considered could have it all, like all of them. Yeah. And and just try them, <laughs> try them out. I think that would be like I was seriously considering that, but um, yeah, if we hadn't. If we weren't going to be dining at Sanaa on another day yeah. with the bread service with all sorts of other sauces. But I think like I would maybe do that next time where it, like one person could get the flight. Yeah. And then you can just kind of pick and choose. But um, I, I really liked this, the uh, sauce I went with. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then... So, I mean, you don't have to have steak. I, I will say that it's not just a steak menu. Obviously, you know, it's Disney, so they're going to have a few options for people who aren't there, even though it says steakhouse in the name. Um, there's a, a pan-seared chicken dish. Um, there's a fish en papillot uh, and a vegetable wellington. So that would be your, um, so pla- plant-based. your plant-based one. Uh, and, and I mean, they I all look good. good. They all sound good, and I'm sure they all taste great. So we did not do dessert. No, I think we were full, and we were heading back to the park. Yeah, I have a hard time doing um, appetizer, main, and dessert. Yes. like typically it's going to be appetizer or dessert. And I, I, I would say, did we say, have a drink? No, just no. the cherry cokes. Yeah, <laughs> um, we. I don't think anything really stuck out to me on the dessert menu. They have their Steakhouse 71 chocolate cake, which I'm sure is really That's nice. Like a, it's a ton of layers. I think it's like yeah. 14 layers or something. Yes. So it looks really nice, but it's layers of whiskey infused chocolate cake, chocolate mousse and raspberries. Now, I'm not a fan of chocolate and fruit. <laughs> so uh, for me, it's not. No, like, you but could if have that just was had the... like a lemon vanilla layer cake, right? Like that might appeal to me a little bit more. Uh, creme brulee, you can take it or leave it. An apple tart tatin, which you know is, I'm sure, would be really nice. It sounds good. Um, the ambrosia is the one that always throws me off. But I bet that I think the I'm girl sure next to us got I'm it, sure and it looked good. really good. Yeah, the ambrosia is what we also know is that like seven cup salad where it's got like <laughs> jello ambrosia salad. Yeah, it's like um, from mandarin this... oranges and, and mayo. There's like a cup of mayo sometimes. Yeah, Ugh. or like whipped cream and, and marshmallows and marshmallow. Yeah, it's... you know this. You've seen this at your grandmother's like I don't yes. know picnic or something. But um, so. But I don't. I don't think. I think it's I'm sure a very, it's not very that. classy version. <laughs> Maybe it just needs a different name. Maybe. Um, yeah. So uh, all in all, I think we had a really good, uh, good meal there. And... Yeah, I think that the and like the atmosphere is just like a like kind of like a big dining room. The bar looked really nice. Like it's a very. I think it's like on the classier side. Yeah. It's not like the theming is not. Anything crazy it no. definitely is just like it's an it's like an at the nicer side of a casual 
yeah it's not um like it's not signature dining per se um because it's it's got a um you know a nice lunch menu that is less expensive it's not uh a whole well they already have a signature dining yeah. experience there but i would uh definitely go back i think next time i would want to try the lunch that's what i was going to say i think you know i i really enjoyed dinner i would want to give lunch a try just because it'd be nice to kind of see what the different menu looks like and um and yeah see what we could come up with um but we also today want to talk about uh california grill and we have experienced california grill what this would have been our third time yeah yeah so first time on our honeymoon when it was uh you know just a standard menu um the second time we went to california grill was a brunch um which you know we could talk about at a later date um but the third time was on our most recent trip and one of the reasons why we were a little bit intrigued about it is because california grill is currently offering a 50th anniversary menu um and it's a a pre-fee uh menu uh or prefix menu um and you basically all the dishes that they had compiled together have come throughout the history of california grill so it's a flat price like it's 89 dollars, right yeah and you choose from you choose you, you get choose one, one appetizer. appetizer one entree and one dessert yeah and uh and so they pulled uh, favorite dishes from over the years and i know specifically with the desserts they had like the last five pastry chefs um basically come in and say like what was your signature uh what did you bring to um california grill and and they put those on the menu well they yeah it was like what was their favorite cake what was their favorite cake yeah made. um so choosing from appetizers uh, they've got their California Grill Sushi Classic Trio, a lobster and parsnip bisque, an heirloom apple salad, a cascade roll, um, which is another uh, sushi, the house-made artisanal-style duck a l'orange pizza, and braised beef short rib wontons. And, I mean, I am I would assume that you can't go wrong with anything on this entire menu. Uh Lauren ended up choosing the duck a l'orange pizza. Yeah, and I'm not even a big, uh, I don't really care for duck that much, but it had blue cheese on it um, <laughs> yeah. and like pickled shallots, like everything around jam. it. Yeah, everything around it was uh, very appealing to me. So I was thinking that or like probably the sushi trio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also feel like I know it's different and would be better, but there's a ton of sushi available in Hamilton. <laughs> we just have like a <laughs> yeah. ton of sushi restaurants and um I just thought this sounded like a. this just sounded the pizza sounded a little bit different. Yeah. It sounds like something that you're not going to experience. Yeah. Um, elsewhere. Uh, I went with the braised beef short rib wontons um, with Donjang miso cola onion sauce, a crispy garlic, chili oil, radish and pickled lotus root. And uh, and it was a little on the hot side. But... I think was that the lotus root that was? I don't I don't know. I mean, it could have been any or all of the above, but it was really well done and I and I really enjoyed the flavors. It was, mm-hmm. you know. I liked I liked mine a lot too. Yeah. Um entrees, the 
the filet of beef, I'm assuming is the most popular. Um, the Florida black grouper, uh, cast iron grilled pork tenderloin, uh, wild Alaskan halibut, a, a plancha seared chicken, handcrafted wild mushroom ravioli um, as the last one. And then if you want, <laughs> I don't... I don't know who pays $89 uh, each and then goes, yeah, let's split a 35-ounce beef ribeye tomahawk steak for two and pay an extra $80 on top of that. I mean, this is coming from someone who's never actually had one, but I feel like that's for show. Yeah. Right? The tomahawk steak thing. It's just got the big bone in there. Yeah. I don't know. It might be worth it. (laughs) So, again, apart from that, which, you know, I've... You know, even I have my limit when it comes to signature dining. Um, I would have been happy with anything on the menu. I did go with the filet of beef, um, you know, just really well done. I went with our server's recommendation. Which was? The Florida Black Grouper. Yeah. Um, So it was like a, it was a green coconut curry. um, And... It was a little bit forgettable, I think, because I <laughs> forgot just before I was like, what did I have? Yeah. Um, and then I remembered and it was like, it was fine. It Like it was good. But I think I also felt like I, I can make a curry like that. Yeah. Maybe not with that. Not, not to the same extent, but like flavor wise, I think. Um, I don't know. I think it like it was nice. There was nothing wrong with it, but I think I might have enjoyed the tenderloin more yeah i don't know she just made it sound good i don't really regret it um but it was not it wasn't as good as i remember our our other dinner being yeah like that was a really that was a really good menu when Mm -hmm. we went um like previously on our honeymoon yeah yeah and i think uh, you know probably one of the reasons why this is a set menu is because they don't have to change it um they know what ingredients they're going to get and they aren't necessarily going to be impacted by supply chains. Um, whereas if they have their, you know, the way that California girl normally works is a a sort of semi seasonal, um, menu that changes regularly, uh, based on what the chefs want to do. And, um, and you're going to see a different menu pretty much every time that you go. Uh, and, I don't know. I like that aspect to it. It means that whatever you're getting is definitely in season and, um, and something kind of new and, uh, and yeah, we had a really good time on our honeymoon. The only thing was we were not in the main dining room. So this time you, when we checked in, you had asked, you requested if maybe we could be in the main dining room. <laughs> yeah. Cause you kind of want to be able to see the park. Yeah. Right. Like the other room, was smaller and and it had a lovely view yeah it was like the lake behind um but we wanted to sit out yeah um and so it it is a really nice atmosphere because it's got those like massive windows and you can we had a nice view of the castle yeah um so that was nice yeah um just for desserts uh, i mean there wasn't really anything too special except for the uh what the server had recommended the five magical bites uh which is these uh chefs coming in and and sharing their favorite uh cakes that they they had brought in and so you get five different bites and they 
Yeah, yeah. they're about two bites each. Yeah. Like miniature versions. It looks really p- pretty. Yeah. Um, Good pictures. <laughs> yeah. So there was like a, a honey cake, a lemon curd, carrot cake. I think the strawberry one was like a, was it like a cheesecake or a mousse of some kind? Yeah. It was like strawberry and butterscotch or something. <laughs> and then the chocolate, do you? Oh, that was like a creamy, it was pretty rich. Yeah, with um, some sea salt. I thought I would like the um, lemon curd the best, but turns out I liked the honey one the best. Yeah, it was good. I don't remember any of them. <laughs> mm, I I remember them. I remember them being good, um, but you know, I don't remember it being like oh, this is the I most think, amazing thing. I've I think ever if had. I didn't have those, yeah, I think that it's a little bit of a novelty though, right? Yeah, and I I thought it was presented really well for sure. And the plating is beautiful. I think it, I don't know. I think I think it was nice. Um, and if I didn't get that, I would have got the lavender sugar donuts. Yeah. Um. But, I yeah I don't I thought I thought it was I thought it was good like it wasn't. It, nothing about it was like mind blowing. Like this is such a decadent dessert because you didn't have such a big piece, but it was yeah. presented so well. And I think it like thematically worked so well with this menu. Yeah. And I mean, I love desserts, so I could have had like an yeah. eight bite portion of each one. But I don't, I mean, the other options was like a cheese platter, um, creme brulee, uh, oh, which I an never iridescent choose. creme brulee. Right. Yes. I had an iridescent margarita the the previous day or something. So that was <laughs> yeah. that was okay. Um I mean they are still so one of the perks of California Grill is they do have an outdoor um viewing platform because they're on the 15th floor of the contemporary you can walk outside and see over the park we you couldn't walk out when we were there though. you couldn't go out during the day what they were doing was opening it a, i can't remember 45 minutes before uh fireworks essentially it was meant for fireworks and that if you either had a dinner reservation during fireworks or you could save your receipt and go back up um to watch fireworks from there we've done it in the past it's interesting but it's not my most favorite thing to do yeah it's like a it's a bit more comfortable like there's still a lot of people that go up there but it's not um it's not as intense as viewing it like from the hub yeah well and you definitely get a sense of the scale of the fireworks too because um you can see kind of where they're all coming from uh, and they do pipe the music in um so that you can hear it there uh while you're watching the reason why I bring that up is because you kind of do have to factor into it. What does California grill bring to the table and a spectacular view, um, a great menu and a, uh, and the potential of watching fireworks from up there. And, and I say that to kind of preface the big question, which is which one do you prefer right now? And, uh, I'm I'm a little torn. I think having had good experiences with California Grill in the past, I, I kind of really want to want to be there, and and I really had a great time. Um, I I think it's yeah. I think like uh, I think at the end I was like, do you think that was worth ninety dollars? And I think when you're Canadian, 
like that question is always a little bit more loaded because it's not it's not really ninety dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's more with the exchange. Well, ninety dollars each. So you know, by the end of things, we're oh, talking. Oh, and over, we had a and we, we had, had a cocktail, a which cocktail was delicious. Them. Yep, that like blackberry lemonade. Yes, it was like a house made lemonade. It was really good. It, yeah, and you know there there are reasons why it's uh, the oh blackberry sour. Yeah, talk about the one at the top though. The California Grill Signature Cocktail. Yeah. This ultra premium cocktail pairing partners a traditional champagne cocktail with Remy Martin Louis the uh, Thirteenth, which takes four generations of cellar masters to create. <laughs> this cocktail is one hundred and thirty-seven dollars. Yeah, that would be so wasted on me. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Like, yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, this is this is a good point. It's so. One of the things that we'll talk about in in future episodes too is is the fact that prices have gone up. Um, things are a little bit more expensive, and and so a ninety dollar prefix menu at California Grill, you know, it maybe isn't the most um, glaring glaringly expensive thing that you can get at at Walt Disney World, but it is still expensive, and all told, after after you kind of factor things in, you're talking about over $200 for the two of us U.S. dollars um, to go to yeah, I think... California Grill. And at the end of the day, apart from not having cocktails, at Steakhouse 71, we were we were talking $100 something. Right. And I do, I do think that California Grill offers like a great experience. For especially sure. Especially uh, like in the signature dining. Like So you check in down on the third floor fourth floor fourth floor and then you know they like send you up into an up with a special elevator with just a few other people like yeah. and then um, oh, wait is, it's the second floor isn't it yeah i think so it's a lower <laughs> floor and um you know so then you go up and then they've got like this great view and then you can watch the fireworks so if you're kind of doing the whole thing um i think i think it does offer a really great experience and it's sort of the only one that has like that kind of view and yes. is it, like located up there and um but maybe because we've done it before and we and like that meal really was one of the best meals the first time we ate there was one of the best meals i've had at walt disney world and i found it pretty memorable yeah um so this one was good but like i think i would have preferred like the old menu where you have the ability to pick and choose. Yeah, I think like, this actually wasn't. Uh, I'm I'm probably not going to end up spending ninety dollars on on right. food. Well, and like we had said, um, like typically I wouldn't do an appetizer and a dessert, or we or would share. Split. Yeah. So, um, so we did it, but I think the like we. I think I enjoyed my meal more at Steakhouse Seventy One. I did too. I I think the the menu and the idea behind the 50th anniversary uh, menu at California grill is nice. Um, but I don't think I got the same value as I did out of the steakhouse 71 dinner menu. No. And I still felt like I had a good experience, like yeah. a good dining experience yeah, for sure. Uh, and I enjoyed both of them. Um, but if I had someone who hadn't experienced either of them, 
Right now, I would probably send them to Steakhouse 71. But if they were celebrating something, would you send them to California Grill? I think yeah. I would. Like that's I think it <laughs> I think it is like I still I still really like it. I think but we had dined at Steakhouse 71 and then we and then 2 days later California <clears throat> Grill. Yeah, so it was very fresh in our mind and it, and they it was such a good experience. So I would say like if you're just <laughs> casual diners like us Steakhouse um, 71. I think so. Yeah, right now. I think, yeah, I would wait um, until California Grill kind of goes back to the old ways of menu um, where you can pick and choose and not necessarily have to drop a huge uh, amount of money um, if you don't want to or share plates or, or that sort of thing. That's more appealing to me. And then you definitely get the value out of it. Um, but yeah, right now of the two menus, I think I, I preferred Steakhouse 71. Yeah. And I'm way, actually more of a curry person than I am a steak person. But <laughs> but, you but it was really good. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm looking forward to trying lunch. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. Do you find at California Grill that they seat you close to other people? Like on purpose? Uh, no, I just mean that the tables are located like rather snugly. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I think. I just, I, I just know some of the times we've, we've eaten there, I felt like a little bit close to <laughs> the other tables. Yeah, like keep your eye contact and on I each think, other. Yeah. And I think over, like that, that does happen and, and they, you want to maximize your capacity capacity and yeah it's disney but i think just like the setup i just felt very close to the people beside us yeah <laughs> for sure um anyway but i thought yeah i think i think california grill is a great like for a celebration mm -hmm. if you're on your honeymoon or whatever and like uh i would recommend watching the fireworks there if that's what you're doing yeah if you're gonna go ahead and have dinner i there, think also this well. is a good show to, to watch the fireworks from somewhere else because <laughs> like yeah i don't know i was a little bit unenthused by it maybe that was because tinkerbell didn't fly um it was <laughs> On too our windy particular night. but um yeah i don't i don't know i also i also enjoy enjoy um kind of different vantage points of the fireworks and yeah. especially if you've watched from in the park this is a nice different way to watch it for sure uh, but if you're looking for like a good meal um and and i think also if you have like kids steakhouse 71 is like still a good place to go yeah but if with kids i'd probably also recommend the lunch menu because i feel like I don't know. I don't know accessible. what's what's Unless available. Are... They they would have a good. Sure, I, feel like I mean they restaurants have... are going to have a good kids, kids menu, menu no matter what. Yeah, that's true. So steak for the parents and chicken nuggets for the kids. Yeah, or but sometimes they have like a good variety. What's the what's the kids option here at California Grill? Well, I mean, it's half the price. Yeah, uh, forty dollars. Thirty nine dollars. Yeah. Um, I don't. Where is the kids menu? Mm, okay. Oh, uh, also we standard beef tenderloin, chicken, mac and cheese, salmon. Yeah. Shells and cheese. <laughs> yeah, uh, not mac and cheese. We didn't we should have mentioned they um gave you like hard copies of the menu. Like you could take the menu with you from yeah. 
uh, California Girl is like a keepsake. And I kind of liked that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a nice keepsake. And, yeah. Uh, and it prevents them from having to clean menus. Yeah. I think that also just speaks to sort of like that it is a destination for people celebrating or like a memorable night kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Um, that's probably a good place to leave it. Uh, we'd love to hear your opinion. Um, have you had experiences at both? I know Steakhouse 71 only been open six months, but, um, you know, are you interested in going? Yeah. Is it on your list of, of, uh, restaurants to try? Also, I just want to say, um, it helps if you like, like, or subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. We haven't mentioned this in a while, but it's very helpful for us. Um, if you do that or give us like a little rating, um, you can find us also on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you want to follow along. Yeah. That's it. We want to thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of myself, Ryan, and Lauren, with the Double Doubles, you've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Bye.